Thanks for being with us on this Saturday morning, July 28th. Coming up in this half hour, we're going to do things a little differently. We don't often open up the phone lines on a Saturday morning, but after this next story, I want to talk to you about distracted driving and particularly one case of somebody who did what many think is the impossible. He fought a distracted driving ticket and won. My question to you, though, is going to be uh, which side do you fall on? Was he right? To fight the ticket, or was it uh, right that the officer gave the man a ticket in the first place? So we'll talk about the details of that coming up in about 15, 10, 15 minutes from now. We will also open up the phone lines because I would like to get your take on this. Uh, but first, I mentioned this off the top of the show this morning. It seems that another complaint to a municipality, to a city, in this case, the city of Vancouver, has led to someone's life being completely upended and talking about the so-called bird man of main street and if you live in that area or you've been to that area you likely know exactly who we are talking about the problem is well we couldn't find who made the complaint and by we i mean uh, reporters uh, at global news uh, aaron MacArthur filed this story for global yesterday uh, he talked to some of the neighbors of sophus kelly and uh, sophus kelly is a man who has 65 exotic birds in his home in east vancouver somebody in the neighborhood we don't know if it was somebody who lives in the cul-de-sac somebody who lives down the street made a complaint to the city of Vancouver. Now keep in mind, he has lived there with his birds for 31 years. He also doesn't know who complained to the city. However, because he's been visited by animal control officers, they've been coming by his house, they've been dropping off notices, they've been threatening to fine him for breaking the bylaw, he is going to move. According to the city's animal bylaw, the animal control bylaw in the city of Vancouver, the number of exotic birds you are allowed to have maxes out at 12. You cannot have more than 12 birds. And uh, he has, well, about 65. Uh, The city is saying that they are concerned with the welfare of the birds and that they have been working with the SBCA to find a solution. He's also been told he needs to rehome the birds, and if he doesn't start doing this, that he could face more fines. Now, as you can imagine, sure, it's a bit eccentric, it's a bit different, but he has had these birds for years. They are his pets. I would even go so far as to say they are his family members. And uh, he has said he's not getting ready, getting rid of any of the birds. Uh, now, Aaron MacArthur caught up with a couple of neighbors of Sophus Kelly to talk about this uh, yesterday. Uh, take a listen. The first neighbor, a woman by the name of Amanda, who spoke about what it's like living in that cul-de-sac. I'm disappointed in the city for making an issue out of uh, a man who's really important to the neighborhood, who is well-loved, obviously. There's been a lot of outpouring in the last 24 hours. I think they have more important things to deal with than someone who's keeping to himself and, and who is a unique character who brings flavor uh, to to the city actually to our neighborhood anyway i mean it is it's not typical of a city dweller i mean there's lots of uh, bird poop and lots of nuts and shells and all over the place maybe there's extra rats i mean it's not typical no is there a place for a guy like that here i think so (laughs) 
I think we have to make exceptions occasionally. I know there's a bylaw. I know it says 12 birds. Um, I talked to the city this morning. I had no idea how many birds Sova sat in there until this morning. But I think there's always room for exceptions to rules. There has to be. Uh, the city made an exception the other day with the Pavco application yeah. to make their their that building large, you know, higher than it's supposed to be. So make an exception for Sophus. Yeah. And as you said, there there's lots of things the city could do. They choose to do this seems odd. Yeah. Well, I assume it was only because someone complained. They wouldn't have known he existed unless someone brought it to their attention. He's no one that I know of on this block has ever, I've never found a reason to find his, how he lives with his birds disturbing to me. He hasn't making it, made a choice. It, it might have health implications for Sophus, but that's, he's a grown man and he has that choice to make. That's how he's choosing to live his life. And he's certainly not disturbing others, in my opinion, with the way he's, he's taking care of his birds. All right, so that was one neighbor, a woman by the name of Amanda, who lived in the cul- lives in the cul-de-sac. It also does bring up the question of anonymous complaints. And should the person, if you are somebody who's had a complaint levied against you with the city, and it's to the point where you are facing major fines, you, in this case, Sophus Kelly, uh, you're in the position where now you feel you have to move. Should you be able to find out who the person was who made the complaint? Or should people be allowed to anonymously make these complaints and put it over to the hands of the city. Would be curious if you've had any interactions with the city or you are somebody who's had a complaint launched against you and you want to give the Buzz line a call, 604-331-BUZZ. That is 604-331-2899. And let me know what you think. I do want to play for you the one other neighbor that Aaron caught up with yesterday. Again, difficult yesterday to find anybody who is upset or thinks that the Birdman needs to go. I mean, first I have to say we really enjoy the... I mean, you can see, like, you can hear. You can hardly... Okay, here it is. You see, like, so once in a while you've got that exotic bird noise in the background, which is really nice. And he's really a very nice man. I mean, you know, he's been living here forever. He's a real character. Everybody knows him in the neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, he's always here to help. As I was mentioning, you know, like, as you can see, we don't have a back alley. So um, it was a problem for my... um, I mean, for their uncle, who is in a wheelchair. And so one day he just said, hey, what about having a little door there so that, you know, your, your brother-in-law could come and uh, visit you. So that was really great. And since then he said, you know, with the babies, it's probably easier also for you to come through the back. And yeah, he does lots of things for us. In the winter, he always like helps with the snow outside. And so all the neighbors really love him. And yesterday when I went in Main Street to ask for help, everybody was shocked. Yeah. And everybody was like, yeah, of course we're going to help him. There's no way he can leave. Why is the city coming after him? I mean, it, does, it doesn't sound like anyone's complaining. You know, sometimes it's difficult to get information from Sophus, but according to what he said, um, he said the city has been telling him for a few months now that there was a complaint filed against him and that he had to get rid of some of his birds. Sophus being who he is, he just ignored it. And so it came to bite him because apparently then he received a letter mm. uh, of eviction uh, telling him, you know, you need to get rid of your birds or you have to leave. And knowing Sophie, everybody knows that he won't get rid of his birds because it's his babies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he really takes care of them really well. Like he's got lots of birds, but he really takes care of them very well. Yeah. 
And there's no nuisance in the neighborhood? They know they don't bring the rats or anything like that? Nothing, you, nothing you're concerned about anyway? Nothing I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are rats in the neighborhood. Is it Everywhere. more with Sophie's, to be honest? I don't know. I've never noticed anything oh. in our garden. Yeah. Um, it'd be sad to see him go. He said he's, he will sell the house before he gives away a bird. That's what he said. He's stubborn. He's stubborn as a character, but I think I really I admire that. Because he really cares about staying here. It's not like, oh, he's going to go somewhere else. It's really his community. Everybody knows him. He doesn't have a car. So anywhere he goes, he's really going to be extremely isolated. You know, all his friends, all the business, everybody really likes him, cares for him. Um, so it's really sad. We're really worried because, you know, he actually didn't tell us anything. Until one day ago, when we saw him really down, and we said, oh, are you cleaning? What's happening? And then that's when he broke the news. I think he's really keeping everything for himself. And he knows he probably should have spoken to the city. But he's very proud, and he's very stubborn, and he's from an older generation. And... Uh so there you have it, a couple of neighbors of a gentleman by the name of Sophus Kelly. He now has to move or is looking at moving after living there for 31 years in his East Vancouver home. What do you think about this? If you Have you ever been the focus of a complaint to your municipality or your city? If you are somebody who launches a complaint, should you put your name out there? Should the person you're complaining about know where the complaint came from? Uh, we don't usually open up the phone lines on a Saturday morning, but would love to get your take on this. And we actually do have a call on the line. Let's go to John in Burnaby. Good morning. Yes, good morning, John. Uh, I was going to say good morning to myself. Good morning, <laughs> yeah, John. So, yeah, I forgot that. I've been working all night. Uh, I personally know the person can remain identified, but really, what is, what harm is this man doing if he's lived there for 31 years? He's a good neighbor. You know, there's always somebody in the crowd that's got to spoil the party. And, you know, people like this that hide behind the laws are just, to me, flaky people. But I, I hope that something can be resolved with this man so he can stay where he is and keep his birds. That's his life. I hope so, too. And, and to me, this story screams of if the birds were being abused or weren't being looked after, then I get it. People don't want to see that and people don't want to have that happen. But it doesn't appear that that's happening in this case. It sounds like somebody who just didn't like having them around. I would agree with you there 100 uh, uh, percent. Like I say, I, I met situations in other circumstances that are different than what you're talking about, but where people like to bark and complain. I think it's just that they're lacking attention in their own life, so they got to <laughs> go and get somebody else in trouble so they can feel good about themselves. And it's a pretty sad set of circumstances as far as myself is concerned. I would agree. That's, what, all right. that's all I can have to say about it. So. All right, John, thanks, Anyways, thanks for the phone call. Very, Appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Yeah, All right, uh, let's Bye-bye. go to the next uh, person on the open line. Clearly, uh, people uh, have an opinion on this. Uh, also, by the name of John, good morning. What are your thoughts? Well, hello there. It wouldn't be the first time I've enjoyed your radio show, and I, I actually appreciate you having open line on this topic. I have a motorhome, and my son and I use it for motor- racing motocross. And this idiot neighbor next door moves in two years after. He had been there two years while we had the motorhome. And then suddenly we get this call or a letter from the City Hall of Vancouver. Remove your motorhome. It's over height, over weight, over length. Well, golly gee, 
we go to the tribunal of the Board of Variance three times over the last eight years, and even the first one was on my 25th wedding anniversary. The evening of that, we had to be at this tribunal. But this guy remained anonymous. We weren't able to know who he was until something was said in the second meeting five years later uh, in application for a, a permit to park. But then when they found out that uh, we knew who they were, that uh, they were all mad, and it's been hell ever since. This guy has had the police attend our home, all kinds of things that we, our lifestyle is under the scrutiny of this idiot. And yeah, I think you should have the right to face your accuser, just like in the United States of America. And that would make these people not complain so often, because suddenly they can't be sneaky, conniving little backstabbers. That's and my was, point of view. The, the whole complaint was because your motorhome was parked there. It's not like your motorhome was on his property or parked in his driveway or obstructing yep. his view. Exactly. He's just clinging to my wife because uh, my wife's the most beautiful person in the world. She's so neutral. She could stop world wars. But there's one person in the world she doesn't trust is that guy mm. because he lies. He's lying and lying and lying. And it's on, on our land. I know how now how Geronimo felt when the, the, the white, white eye, as the movie goes, told him to move on to the reservation, live by the, the United States government rules, as history would be. This is my house. I've worked hard in heavy industry to have my property and my things. And I think this, if somebody has something extra to have in their life, that means they've made good decisions. And those are the kinds of good neighbors you want next door, not the drug dealers and the morons that are irresponsible. We're a good family here, and this guy just wants to meddle. Even to this day, I worry about what are we going to do in our yard that's going to affect him like it did this summer. He already put his radio up against the fence twice and blared it loud and drove off in his car for three hours each time. Hmm. And I can't get the police to stop this guy, but yet he can continue to meddle in our lives. You know, there yeah. should be a law against bad neighbors. <laughs> All right, John, we'll do that show another day. Thanks <laughs> for the phone call. Appreciate Thank your you call. Bye. All right. Uh, let's take one more phone call before we take a break. Dennis is on the line. Dennis, good morning. Hi, Joe. Hi there. Um, uh, as a private investigator, I deal with a lot of those. Uh, there's two sides to that coin. One of them is that if you don't say your name, then you can lose the city as leverage, sometimes illegally against the individual. The other side of the coin, when you name the individual, then they often put them at risk because the person will go back after them, and then there is another set of problems. So they both have pros and cons, so it's not black and white. No, and I see that too, and I, and, and I do see that if you're, say you're complaining against a neighbor for whatever reason, we don't know our neighbors that well in many cases, and uh, you, you might be, if maybe somebody's violent, maybe somebody, you never know, right? And you're absolutely right, and we've seen both sides where there's a benefit to remain anonymous, and there's a benefit to name the individual, so there's two sides to this. All right, Dennis, thanks for your call from uh, your perspective. Thank you, I appreciate that.